scottsjwalpar.com final days report episode 298 today's vcast we're going to unlock the fake right left paradigm how to spot a psyop we're being herded into camps my friends and we're going to dive deep will the right wing bring in with its white magic artificial intelligence technocracy this beast system that we always talk about that will measure you under the skin that will biohack you I'm seeing these right-wing companies really pushing artificial intelligence of the, under the guise of freedom, libertarianism, inclusive capitalism. That's really nothing short of communism. That is, This is really a dialectic or wings of the same bird. Also, we're going to show how we're being herded into this fake right-left paradigm, but the result will be the same, our enslavement, my friends. This is total divide and conquer. And the, now the first story that really demonstrates this fake choice, it's all about fake choice, good AI versus bad AI. You have a choice. Is it going to be good AI to control your life or bad AI? Classic. On the left, Bill Gates, AI. Let's read this headline. Elon Musk warns Bill Gates is developing AI to control every facet of human life. Every story needs a villain and a solution. Now here's the solution from Elon. Let's read the second goal. The second goal of Elon's AI is to create a chat bot competitor to OpenAI's series that maintains political neutrality. Sounds good on paper. Musk has been critical of OpenAI's chat three and chat four models, which he claims are biased and dangerous. He hopes to create a more ethical and trustworthy kind of conservational AI that can interact with humans on various topics. The third goal is to understand the true nature of the universe. Get in the Bible, my friends. This is the most ambitious and mysterious goal of XAI. This is Elon's company, which aims to build a good artificial general intelligence, AGI, that can surpass human intelligence and comprehend reality. This is coming from the guy that talks singularity, that talks about hooking you up to artificial intelligence, putting a microchip in your head. And again, I think the technology is far past a microchip, the nanotech that we saw in As the Days of Noah Devil Juice and other ways that they can defile us, breaks the blood-brain barrier. Let's continue reading. Musk has predicted that AGI will be achieved by 2029 and that it will be more interesting and useful with humanity than without it. It's this false choice, my friend. No matter how they get you there, they need to encamp us with a left choice and a right choice. Don't fall for any of it. I, I choose humanity. And let's say you're a big Elon Musk fan. We've done multiple podcasts. Go to SJ Wellfire, W-E-L-L, Fire, Wellfire, SJWellfire.com and just search Elon. One of these podcasts, we actually laid out what Elon likes and what Klaus Schwab likes. Wings of the same bird, my friends. I'm not buying any of it. You need to really look at who subsidizes Elon as well. And anybody that wears a Baphomet suit for a Halloween costume, and that is his profile pick, red flags, my friends. But this is the meat of the V-cast. This gave me some alarm bell. This actually set off some alarm bells and this lady that is going to speak, her name is Catherine Boyle, and she's speaking at this Defense Ventures Summit. 
And what she says on paper sounds great. But again, she's a leader of a venture capitalist company involved in artificial intelligence. I'm going to pull a couple snippets from the website. It is alarming, like controlling nature. This is nothing short of conservative white magic, building this AI God that we always talk about that you'll be hooked up into. Seeds of men will not cleave, my friends. And it reminds me of Trump launching 5G that communicates at the cellular level, this whole biosurveillance. He gave a speech that said, we need biosurveillance because of the open borders. Problem, reaction, solution, my friends. And obviously, warp speed, if you follow our ministry, we've blown the trumpet on that, this mind controlism technology. Let's play this lady. I'm just going to show a snippet of it. And if you're not awake, you're going to be like, yeah, this sounds great. And again, I'm going to cover the company that she works for, their manifesto, their um, strategic vision. You win a war against America when many in our media and universities are more aligned with the propaganda of Hamas than the interests of this country. When elite college kids down the street from where we are sitting right now would broadcast glory to our martyrs on their buildings, but would never dare honor a veteran. You win a war against America when the debate is no longer security versus privacy, but our more modern and far more dangerous debate of security versus grievance. You win a war against America when we can no longer speak freely in the land of free speech, when we consume more than we create, when we attack capitalism, the engine of our growth, as though we don't deserve and shouldn't celebrate the fruits of our building. You win a war against us when you have us clinging to false histories rather than the values that bind us together. When we've forgotten the beauty of this American experiment. When we cease to be a nation of builders, dreamers, and hustlers who like to work, who like to win, and who always seek to build anew. You win this war against America silently and methodically, and without even needing to fire a single shot. But the good news is, we know how to fight back, and we have to fight back. And we're here because we've heard the call to build against these very dark forces. We know that technology is the escape hatch for a nihilistic world. And that democracy demands... So her solution is going to be technology, artificial intelligence. This is nothing short of demonic AI versus good AI. And it will ultimately just bring in this fourth industrial revolution. Now let's take a look at the company that she works for and what they believe. It's a venture capitalist firm called Anderson Horowitz. What is their vision? We believe artificial intelligence is our alchemy. Alchemy is witchcraft, our philosopher's stone. We are literally making sand think. We believe artificial intelligence is best thought of as universal problem solver. And we have a lot of problems to solve. We believe artificial intelligence can save lives, right? This white magic, artificial intelligence saving lives. If we let it, medicine among many other fields is the stone age compared to what we can achieve with joined human and machine intelligence working on new cures. Why not just stop? poisoning the food supply? Why not have everybody set up a permaculture organic farm wherever they live? Allow chickens in the backyard. Allow to promote vitamins and minerals. 
Let's continue. There are scores of common causes of death that can be fixed with AI, from car crashes to pandemics to wartime-friendly fire. Pandemics or plandemics, we saw how that actually netted out. Car crashes, they want to have driverless cars. This is coming from a right-wing VC that supports artificial intelligence. Now, here's where it gets even more creepy. We believe in nature, but we also believe in overcoming nature. I want to read that again. We believe in nature, but we also believe in overcoming nature. This, to me, is biohacking the human genome, adding in the triple helix that we've always talked about, tying you up probably to this hive mind, artificial intelligence, fake little G, the singularity movement. We are not primitives, cowering in fear of the lightning bolt. Hmm. That reminds me of Lucifer. We are the apex predator. The lightning works for us. Hmm. Didn't Lucifer fall as a light? We believe in greatness. We admire great technologies and industrialists who came before us, and we aspire to make them proud of us today. Not me. And we believe in humanity, individually and collectively. Creepy. When you listen to her speech, she really nails a lot of things. But the solution is going to drive you into this AIB system, my friends. Now, this actually is a little bit more on the left side for AI government, um, which I think is alarming. Rothschild wants merger between corporations, governments, and AI to save capitalism. And this organization is called Council for Inclusive capitalism. This article goes on to say, while the abilities of AI are highly overrated, the elites seem to think it's some kind of godlike apparatus that will remake the world. Lady Rothschild engaged with the media recently to promote an interesting and revealing argument. And she has the Vatican support. I mean, ultimately, the Rothschilds, right, are so-called uh, stakeholders with the Federal Reserve Bank. That's a private bank. But you see the right side of this moving us towards AI and the left side. Which one will win? It's nothing short of beast system. And the word inclusive capitalism to me means communism. And this will be demonstrated by this video. This is crazy. Let's roll it. Pope Francis has challenged global business leaders to build a more inclusive economic system, an economic system that is fair, trustworthy, and capable of addressing the most profound challenges. Facing humanity, our planet is urgently needed. We are answering Pope Francis's challenge to create more inclusive economies that spread the benefits of capitalism more equitably and allow individuals to realize their full potential. Capitalism has lifted billions out of poverty. The majority of people around the world say that they think their families will be worse off in five years. That's a scenario that we simply can't accept. Too much wealth has accreted to too few people. If you make money, what's the point if you're not prepared to share it? If the people who help make that wealth for you can't live with dignity. It's inclusive capitalism, though, and we have to recognize that starting from where we are to where we need to get to 
you know, we need to bring everyone as, uh, along and there will be adjustments that come with that. We do need the private sector's ingenuity, capital, technology, people, everything, their passion to come to the party. We want to operate in a sustainable way where incentives are aligned across generations, not just across quarters, and the main actors take a long-term perspective. Aligning our innovation with the UN Sustainable Development Goals and the priorities of inclusive capitalism is both a business and sustainability imperative. Two reasons, I think, why I'd say concrete commitments uh, to inclusive capitalism matter. I mean, the first, and, and not to be underestimated, really important, is they can inspire other people. And the second thing that I would say around concrete public, public commitments is they can help build trust. Leaders in the business community can be a unifying force. They can be a, a source of opportunity. They can be a source of understanding. So we as business leaders can step up and solve many of these economic problems. I think business uh, plays a very important role in, in resolving these challenges. I think businesses have to become you know, part of the solution through leadership uh, by example uh, and through leadership by incentives. vision and purpose. We are stewards of this earth. It's our duty to keep it clean and to keep it decent for future generations. I'm wanting to embark on this journey to provide the guidance and the assistance of the church's own social thought and whatever other consideration might be necessary, you know, whether ethical or, you know, just social guidance, so that this group that has you know, taking up such a noble task of making capitalism work for the good of humanity, achieve its goal, and land on target. So this is our vision. This is our purpose. Look, the fact that different religions need to come together on all matters is just the crying need of the times in our world. Faith cannot be used to pull us apart. Faith is meant to bring us... This guy talking about faith and religion is a leader of MasterCard, the credit card company. You serious? Come together on all matters is just the crying need of the times in our world. Faith cannot be used to pull us apart. Faith is meant to bring us together. And the fact that I'm a Sikh and somebody else is a different religion to me, it doesn't matter. Our work is indeed about social justice, which is rooted in the gospel. The idea that every person deserves to live in a just society. Capitalism is at the heart of innovation that creates higher standard of living. And we know that it's been working, yet we also know we can do a lot better. We need a new system focused on the well-being of people. It's a big challenge, but if it is done right, the benefits will be immense. It's not just an asset owner. It's not just an asset manager. It's not just a, a CEO. It's not just these boards of directors. We have to work collectively over the long term. What? I think capitalism has to stand for to, to be inclusive capitalism, how we help uh, 
everybody have equal access to the opportunity, have, have the economic mobility. The council is a terrific body in which we can assemble a critical mass of companies to join and commit uh, to concrete actions uh, that not only affect and improve the communities in which we live, but affect the world community of which we're all a part of. We believe we meet more than a thousand organizations on board and only with this very purposeful collective action. They're all reading a script. They're all part of the club, my friends. We will see the systemic change across markets that will make capitalism truly inclusive. We invite all businesses, large and small, and individuals to join us as stewards for inclusive capitalism by going to our website, agreeing the principles, and making your own commitments to inclusive capitalism. You know where this is going. Central bank digital currencies, universal basic income, tying you up to this hive mind. All these trackers we always talk about, the carbon dioxide tracker, what's your carbon footprint, all linked to the UN 17 Sustainable Development Goals from the pit of hell. ID 2020, you're not going to be able to do anything unless you sign up for that. It's a control system, my friends. And we're watching big time wrestling. I try to give everybody a fair shake. I've done multiple podcasts on Trump, the good, the bad, the ugly. Go to sjwellfire.com and type in Trump. Wings of the same bird, my friends. It's doing some research. Trump had more CFR members in his cabinet than just about every president. CFR wants to destroy the United States. It's big time wrestling. We're getting herded into camps. And the next video I want to show is this debate out of nowhere between DeSantis and Newsom. So far polar opposites. And obviously DeSantis, I agree with the majority of things that he said, but why, why this debate? Why this theater? What, Newsom's not running for president. This is to put us in camps. So we have the left calling the right book burners. We have DeSantis saying, well, I'm getting rid of the pedophilia in schools, trying to stop defiling kids. Newsom's like, well, we're trying to prevent kids from committing suicide. DeSantis says, well, there's you know poop in San Francisco. It's a train wreck. But these are not the big topics, right? They're herding us into camps, and they're going to actually ignite the flame for a civil war, divide and conquer. We need to pull back and say, Christians, we need to save souls, all souls. But the big topics they don't cover, they don't cover this beast system. They don't cover biohacking you. They don't talk about the who power grab. They don't talk about USA first, stopping these wars. None of them talk about stopping Noahide laws that I think is going to be how Christians will get beheaded. There's some debate among Christians within that topic. They don't talk about organic food, clean, you know, like rights. It's just not part of this debate. They don't talk about the Federal Reserve Bank, getting rid of that. So really, it's theater. We're watching theater. I'm going to play this video. Moving us, herding us into camps. And once, once you see it, you cannot unsee it. Joe Biden is sitting on his hands. He refuses to take care of the border. He refuses to hold the drug cartels accountable. This is the vision 
of Biden, Harris, Newsom. I support border security. I think the asylum system is broken. I believe that we need... I understand that. I, I'm, the one that, I'm the only guy here that's a border state governor. You're trolling folks and trying to find migrants to play political games to try to get some news and attention so you can out-Trump Trump. And by the way, how's that going for you, Ron? You're down 41 points in your own home state. Everybody. Biden administration, the last three years, it's is, been a master Joe Biden paying you tonight? 3.9%. I thought this was state versus state. No, but it's about the United States of America. I thought this guy was running for president of the United States. If you are running too. For you just won't you're admit running it. For a third you just, you just like won't admit it. For you will not admit it. Is Joe Biden experiencing this uh, cognitive decline? Is it a danger to the country? Do you find when he speaks, what is your reaction to it? Yes, he's in decline. Yes, it's a danger to the country. He has no business running for president. And, you know, Gavin Newsom agrees with that. He won't say that. But that's why he's running his shadow campaign. We'll take Joe Biden at 100 versus Ron DeSantis any day of the week at any age. You had quarantines. You had quarantines. You had checkpoints all over the state of, Cal uh, of Florida. By the way, I didn't say that. Donald Trump laid you out on this. Dead to right. You that's did that. True. You followed science. You followed Fauci, that's Ron Sanders. That's not false. He followed science. He true. followed. You had more kids locked out of school for a longer period of time in California than anywhere else in the country. It was the working class kids. It was the middle income kids. His kids were in private school. They were in class we'll in get, person. We'll get, slow down. I want everyone to be heard. If I can ask you, I really do want this to breathe. I want this debate to breathe. I want it to organically develop. Uh, to do that, I need both your cooperation. I don't want to be a hall monitor. It's not my style, all right? This is a book that's in some of the schools in California, Florida. This is not consistent with our standards called Gender Queer. I, it's, some of it's blacked out. You would not probably be able to put this on air. This is pornography. It's cartoons. It's aimed at children, uh, and it's wrong. So this should not be in schools. Those books, do you believe that's appropriate for school districts to teach kids, yes or no? Not, come on, those are not, it's not part of the curriculum. They're not Excuse teaching me, those kids are the, that. that was, not those a, are books that were in school. Hold on, hold on. The bottom line is you are on a book banning binge, your state. 1,406 books, 3,362 in this country. You didn't answer, Florida's what about those no books? Florida. That's not, we don't provide for K through third grade education, that kind of curriculum. It's just made up. These guys make it up. It's part of this cultural purge. Should it it's be? It's just a you, made what grade, up agenda. What grade would it be what acceptable? I find, but what I find what offensive, Sean and Ron, what I find offensive is the a very significant number of these books happen to be LGBTQ books. Joe Biden is in the pocket of the teachers union, and so is Kamala Harris. That's why they fought by the way, school it's not openings Kamala when, Harris. when he Shame came in you. there. It's Kamala when they had Harris, that in Ron. There. It's Kamala Biden came Harris, into office Madam and he Vice brought in the teacher to union you, to be Harris, able to... This, he is, needs it. this is a map of San Francisco. <laughs> There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. So the debate, big time wrestling, they're not talking about the big topics and they're herding us into camps, my friends. Just another example, the Argentine president-elect, right, very conservative. I listened to a bunch of his speeches. I agree with a lot of what he has to say. But if, for those of you listening to a podcast service, he's giving you the sign, the Freemason sign, World Economic Forum, all over that. And where it gets even more strange is after he won, he flew up and prayed to Rabbi Schneerson. Good night, my friends. It's just, 
it's just all controlled. Praying to Snearshan, that's necromancy, that's witchcraft. Our leaders are not organic. It's obvious they're selected. But this is an old slide I uh, pinched from Revelation Wars, and I came to the same conclusion when a lot of truth movement players said a lot of great things, but they're bringing you into this, this new age movement, this age of enlightenment, you know, pushing QFS, this quantum financial system that sounds a lot like Mark of the Beast to me. And so you have this gross darkness, and then the Antichrist will come in as this light savior. And just some of the examples thereof, that's what we're seeing here. We're seeing conservatives, venture capitalists, talking about America and how they're going to win with technology. And oh, by the way, on their own vision statement, they're talking about manipulating and controlling nature. Is how I took it. This is defiling the temple of God. This is as the days of Noah. And again, this is an end of days news ministry. Expect persecution. Last VCast that we did, we talked about how the FBI really went into very Orthodox Catholics and infiltrated them. And just all of this reminds me, if you're a God-fearing Christian, that you know we all sin, we all fall short, but keeps the commandments. Persecution is going to come your way. Let's read Revelation 12, verse 17. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed. This is seed war, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. So they're saved and they keep the commandments. That is the main target of these Luciferians jumped at me last time I read it. So let's summarize this VCAS. I just really want to show this theater, how we're getting herded into taking a side. And in a way, it's false choice. We've been critical of Elon Musk, where his solutions, when you really peel back the onion, line up perfectly with Klaus Schwab on so many different topics. So they're going to give us this choice. Remember Trump, Freedom Cities? I read about freedom cities, and they sounded a lot like 15-minute cities. We're getting herded, my friends. When you listen to their speeches, they sound great. They sound great on paper, but what's the details say? How will the details impact you? When I was listening to Mrs. Boyle's speech, one of the points that I wanted to make, she's like, we need to have that debate of security and privacy. Now, let us have our privacy. It's an excuse because we know how many of these false flags have taken place that go after our privacy. Wings of the same bird, the same result. You're herded into little sections, but then the solution will be the same with a different flavor, with a different seasoning. I'm not buying any of it. So thank you for your support. If you're not awake, um, get our ebook. Seal one is open that primes the fourth B system. I really put a lot of information as though I had just a limited time to tell you everything that I know, help support the ministry. And we created a brand of God where you can actually share your story, mercy of God, love of God to ignite conversations. It's kind of a kind of fun, cool merchandise. And remember preparation is biblical. Mm -hmm.